0: You're listening to a Marcus Sahaba online radio podcast.
1: 2 minutes after 9 in uh, South African time, you are tuning in and listening to the discussion. And our topic this evening is uh, step parenting. So, what I'm going to do now, inshallah, we're going to go question to question, and I'm going to ask both the panelists, inshallah, just to be short and sweet and brief uh, to both the panelists because I've got a lot of questions outstanding. Uh, oh, some questions you will, you will actually cry, my beloved, beautiful listeners. Some questions you will actually cry. So, I'm going to go back to Malana Salim. Uh, there's a question here that says, Malana Salim, I'm a stepmom. I'm actually crying. I I regret throwing my children away when I got married for the second time they are suffering now Allahu Akbar Let's go to Malana Salim Karim Ustada you them Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh
2: Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. You know, I think before the azan one of the comments that came mm. from one of our listeners uh with due respect uh, to say that the person who contemplates to commit suicide is stupid I think we need to correct ourselves because we really don't know what is going through the mind of the child. You know, we must be very careful when we make such statements because people living in, in, in glass houses should not throw stones at others. Because we don't know that child who is feeling suicidal. He has no support. He has no love. He has no care. His parents have abandoned him. His his mind is in a turmoil. No sensible person will want to commit suicide. La tak anfusakum. Allah Park is making it very clear. If you do not kill yourself, if you commit suicide, in the olden days, the old people used to say, you won't even read your janaza namaz. They won't even give you a kafan. You won't be buried in the Kapistan
0: mm-hmm.
2: But we must also understand. Don't judge people. We don't know why this person jumped off the building. Huh. We, must, we must try and make an excuse. We don't know. So I'm saying that if somebody makes a mistake or somebody is thinking uh, evil, let's not uh, judge them. Let's not pass comments. Because tomorrow Allah can turn the wheels. And you can be in a similar situation. Yes, huh. you No, know, Tomorrow it can happen to me, Mulana. Today I'm very happy. I'm enjoying my life. Tomorrow it can be a tragedy. There can be something so tragic in my home that I don't want to live anymore. So I think to our honorable listeners, inshallah, just just be a bit sensitive to some of our our listeners who are asking questions. They are speaking their heart out, their mind out. We don't want to further stress them out by making remarks. We must try to help them mm. and think mm. positively. This is my, my opinion,
1: Allahu Akbar, subhanallah. Somebody says "Yeah, uh, let's go to Brian, we're gonna go question to question, there are too many questions. I am a stepmother of two boys, aged 16 and 18 years old, Brian. I am constantly faced with ridicule from them. They disrespect me, enslave me by ordering me around. My husband does nothing about this, as the boys have given him an ultimatum to choose either his kids or his wife. What do I do? I need urgent help, Brian.
3: Yeah, well I think that there's some real leadership needed there from this, uh, this, this caller's husband and he is failing her and he's failing his boys because, you know, he, he, he's made the decision to, to marry her and it's his responsibility to to honor her and, and, and respect her as she would want to honor and respect him as her husband. Yeah. And I think that boys of that age, 16 and 18, 17, yes. those ages, um, it is a very challenging stage, uh, between, um, you know, mothers and sons in the best of situations. And it's gonna be even more challenging with a, a stepmother and her sons because it is around the age of 14 onwards that a boy needs to separate from his mother's feminine energy and, um, in order to go into the process of becoming a, a, a sort of independent young man and he needs a strong and present father figure or other idealized male in his life. And, and I just am very concerned that this, this father is you know, he probably, he might feel guilty about the fact that um, his marriage didn't work out with their mother. He might, um, you know, he might feel compromised in some way, but he really needs to get with the program and realize that, you know, he's being given a second chance with his current wife, and he really needs to, you know, not let that slip through his fingers and really work at that primary relationship with his wife and not neglect his responsibility to his son, but it's got to be a constructive, uh, journey with, with all parties concerned, not a destructive journey because he's actually, he's just losing on all fronts. He's, he's not building with his wife and he's not really building with his son. Yeah. And so, um, You know, these boys are, you know, looking for leadership and they're just not getting it. And, and so I think this gentleman, uh, needs help to, um, you know, build something solid with his wife and they can present a united front because you see the thing in marriage is it's the union of a man and a woman. And, and when they, when they are not united Mm. in, in thought, and, and word and deed, then the children just go straight through the middle and, and because they, they're not getting a two parents singing from the same, um, you know, hymn sheet and, and they're getting mixed messages. So they, you know, and no, I definitely think that the couple need to get some help and, uh, in order to, you know, <coughs> Make sure they, they are strong together mm. and, and then the father really needs to step up and he may need other good men around him because, you know, they say it takes a village to raise a child. And when you've got these young testosterone filled boys, you know, young men in the making, mm. you need some mentors, some male, uh, Friends and support because mm. you know you've got your hands full. Mm,
1: mm, mm, mm. Somebody says here, Molana Salim, that uh, uh, I, I, I read that question earlier on to you. It says, I'm a stepmom and I'm actually crying. I regret throwing my children away when I got married for the second time. And there's a question here from UK. Uh, so I just wanted to uh, uh, put this question uh, with this question. It says, Some men are such, Molana Salim, they leave their biological children to become stepfathers to someone else's kids. I mean, that's not fair. From UK, Ustad.
2: Well, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us understanding. You know, I just uh, seen a message on my phone now.
1: Uh-huh.
2: One of the sisters has mentioned that she, as a stepmother, my observation is that if your husband is not firm with his children from the time of nikah, uh-huh. and he does not make it clear that he will not tolerate them disrespecting his wife. Then his children make their stepmother's life very unpleasant. Ya Allah. Mm. They disrespect her and treat her like an outcast in her own home. Also, the husband needs to be open and honest with his wife regarding his relationship and conversations with his children. Mm. If he keeps secrets from his wife, the trust is lost in the relationship and the wife quickly loses respect for her husband. Stepchildren need to understand that our beautiful deen teaches us that just as they respect their mother, they should respect their stepmother. Mm. The same applies to stepfathers. No matter how much a stepmother does for her stepchildren, in most cases, her efforts go unnoticed Mm. and unappreciated. May Allah Ta'ala give us an understanding. When I was dealing with a case also, a mother at a very young age lost her husband. Mm. And she brought up these children. Mm. She did not get married. She had all the chances to get married. But she said, no, I love my children. I want to give them the best education. I want to give them the best akhlaq. I want the best for them. And now, when she's in old age, they're kicking her from pillar to post. Yeah. So, coming back... You know, when we really want to get married and we have children, it is so important, first go for counseling, check with ulama, social workers, inshallah. Will I be able to handle the situation? Don't get into something and then say that, you know what, throw me the life jacket. You make preparations beforehand. Find out, see that whether you are in the right frame of mind. Will you be able to do justice? And when you have, you see, when you have stepchildren, Murana, you cannot force your stepchildren to love you. It is going to be your akhlaq. How you approach them, how you talk to them, how you care for them, automatically Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will put it into their hearts. They, they will love you and they will treasure you. And they will even go one step further and say, mommy. <laughs> Murana, it's very hard for a stepchild to say to his stepmother, "Mummy." You either call her anti Patima or anti Zainab or whatever it is. He's not gonna say Mummy. But if how we as adults, as parents, if the inshallah, Aziz, the mother, stepmother shows love and inshallah, respect and treats them fairly, eventually they will soften up and eventually, as I said, the highlight of the moment will be the day when they say, Mummy, we love you. Mm. Mm. It's
1: just how we approach it. Mm. Twenty-seven uh, minutes uh, to ten is a very, very sad question here to Brian. Uh, I'm actually, I'm actually in tears. It says here, uh, dear Brian, I will never, never, ever make the mistake of marrying someone with kids ever, ever again in my life. I sacrificed so much for him and his kids, only to find out, Brian, only to find out. All this time, he was cheating on me with his ex. They are now back together.
3: Mm. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's a, a, a terribly hard situation, sure. and mm. Mm. and it it does it does speak to this whole challenge of you know when we marry mm. and when we are intimate, we are creating a deep uh, bond, a deep soul tie with. Our spouses and, and, and when we have children together, you know, that's, that's sort of cementing the family experience. And then, you know, to, you know, to move on and start a new marriage, um, you know, you're creating a new connection, mm. a new soul tie with that new person that you've got your kids who really, as I said, fantasize about and, and deeply hope that there can be the restoration. But once you marry another woman or another man, then you have, you have made your new bed and, and that is the bed that you must sleep in. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, you are just, you know, you, you, you leaving the stable door open and going back to, you know, it's just, it's just not, it's just so destructive. And, 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 um, yeah, I mean, that's just a a crazy situation that, 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 that people find themselves in. And I mean, you know, we've got to be able to trust each other. And, and, and so how do these, how does this, how does this person ever trust again, as she said? Yeah. You know, know, or he said, I think it's a she, it's a lady caller, but, but, you know, to, and i suppose you you know she might think that because they were kids she was never going to stand a chance because the kids wanted everything to go back to the way it was and you know so it's 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 just a a very difficult um a, a difficult situation and 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 again why i think it is always best to try and save the first marriage but if that first marriage has passed by and you go and marry someone else, then you really are obviously obligated to that person. But I think my point was that you still need to have a co-parenting relationship yes. with uh, the biological parents of your children. But that's where boundaries are very important. And, and Mulana Salim was, was sort of talking to the fact that, you know, you can do, you can still have a civil, um, workable relationship with your ex for the sake of the children, but it has to be very boundary and and you know when you move on you 've really got to be able to move on, but many people don 't actually move on from their, yes. their previous relationships clearly this, huh. This is a problem.
1: I see somebody from Nigel says that tell, uh, tell your both panellists, it's hard to forget about your ex. My question to Molana Salim is that, why did that brother get married then, Brian, Brian and Molana Salim? I mean, he married somebody else. I mean, he took a that I mean, why, why did he get married if he still got feelings for his ex? Ustad?
2: As Brian is saying, Molana, that once for whatever reason, the marriage terminated, it had to be now following the rules of Sharia, She's no more your wife. She is a stranger. Yes, she is the mother of your children. It is a core responsibility to take care of the welfare of the children. So it has to be done on a professional level, as I said. The mere fact that they start talking to their exes, Molana, uh-huh. they themselves are, you know, on a weak footing. They absolutely weak and selfish human beings. When they had the best time to be together and make their marriage work, they opted for the easy way out. Now when she, to see the next spouse getting on well with, with, the, with her ex, then jealousy creeps in. Oh, I should have given it a chance. And then she tries to make inroads. That's why in Islam and Sharia, when a woman is divorced, there is no communication whatsoever. She is now a strange woman to, to her husband, her ex-husband, and vice versa. Yes, for the sake of children, as Brian is saying, we have to set boundaries. Uh, conditions and terms and conditions, and it can be done. Why the lawyers? Why the social workers? Why the elders of the family? There's no need for you to explain. You can send the message, and that's it. You don't have to be personally visiting her or going to see her in the mall or trying to talk to her or, or wishing her well on her birthday. That's none of your business. That marriage is terminated and is done. Be honest and be faithful to the wife that you are now married. You must the golden opportunity Tough luck Don't spoil another good relationship Mm, mm, mm,
1: mm, mm, mm. Well said there Ustad Well well said My stepdaughter uh, uh, She has just reached puberty Her mother passed away when she was 9 years old Being her stepmother I am trying to ease in And share the female changes and knowledge with her She is very uncomfortable with me How can I do it with a friendly approach From Nigel, Ustad
2: Well, the best thing is, inshallah, her mother's sister, uh, the granny, inshallah, who she is comfortable with. Sometimes, you know, it's a matter of shyness, I cannot speak about intimate things uh, just to everybody and anybody. Mm -hmm. And Allah has kept this beautiful quality in women. They are very shy. You know, they have got sharam and they have got haya and modati. They find it very difficult. So in this instance, it would be better that maybe her mother's sister mm-hmm. or the, 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 the nieces or somebody, alhamdulillah, who she trusts and who she is comfortable with. Yes, the stepmother is trying to do her duty as a mother, but obviously she is a little, what you call, a little, what we say, a barrier. So let's give the benefit of doubt to the young girl that maybe the mother's sister, which is her aunt, or the other uh, female family members with whom she loves and trusts, Let them explain to her all the motiles and all the responsibilities when a girl matures and reaches the age of maturity.
1: Mm. Let's go to uh, Pumalanga, to Brian. It says, uh, uh, Brian, what are are a daughter's rights over her mother's husband? And what are her duties? What are the man's rights and duties regarding his stepdaughter, Brian?
3: Um, Okay, so I think we... uh... (sighs) I think that this is where, I think that the, 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 the step parents role mm-hmm. is to really support the biological parents, uh, in, in their duties and responsibilities to their children. So I think it is, um it is a sort of area where, uh, that should be negotiated between the, the two parents now, the, the biological and the step parents and, I understood, and when those two people have got, you know, a good relationship and good understanding and good boundaries on what uh, the step parent can and can't and should should and shouldn't get involved in, uh, then that that biological parent will feel most uh, supported and understood because, you know, parenting is is such a challenging role that you do need two people's perspectives. On the child's Mm -hmm. developmental processes and problems. So it's wonderful to have each other to talk about our children and, and yet I think that the biological parent and the same gender parent, well in some instances, but where you've got a, the up, as we've been discussing, the, the uh, biological parent is not the same gender parent. So uh, that would be where You know, I think that the, the, the same gender biological parents, if they're still alive, need to look after those sort of, you know, key areas of same gender parenting and the, and the step parent should really be there to, to offer support to the, to the biological parent and a father can talk to his daughter in a more informed way, if he's had, you know, a a conversation with his wife about certain things that, you know, are coming up, or the wife has certain concerns about the, the daughter. Um, and so I do think that, you know, the king and the queen of the home are the husband and wife, and they need to have um, private and important conversations so that they can deliver a united message to the child but also you know have the confidence of the child who would be wanting to i think in all instant in most instances have their biological parents ear and heart first and foremost.
1: <laughs> Allahu Akbar. Uh, we don't, we, 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 we're running out of time. Uh, Mulana Salim, uh, the sister says that uh, she is the ex, of course, and she says that how I wish I could get my husband back. Uh, can I approach my husband's second wife and uh, tell her that I want to come back into his life? Uh, maybe being a second wife. An anonymous sister, Ustad. Malana.
2: Well, no, that is why, you know, it's only when you lose something that is treasured, mm. then you start valuing it. Now that she still wants, now feelings are getting stronger, she wants to do that. Well, in terms of Sharia, if she wants to be the second wife, obviously, in terms of Sharia, if it's, if the husband so desires, and mashura is made between the husband and the, and the current wife,
0: mm-hmm.
2: there could be a consideration in the matter. But I think, you know, once you are divorced and so much of bitterness, now you're coming back into a relationship, there's some ulterior motive. It's, as I said to you, it's not a healthy situation. I would not advise that, Molana. I would not advise.
1: But Ustad, maybe, maybe the feelings are still there, Ustad. No.
2: No, but, you know, this is what I said, work on your marriages. Don't rush for divorce, Monana. This is what I'm saying. We are so, you know, in a haste that we want the divorce. We want, on the rebound, we're getting married. I'll show him a point. I can find a man. I can find a woman. Monana, I don't think it's a healthy situation for the sister, as much as she's still got feeling which is wrong, because now she's divorced, she's a gayer mahram, and she's just bringing thoughts and guna into her life by doing that. But if she's strong enough and she feels, then I'm sure with Mashura, or I'm not sure, get the elders involved. But if she's going to directly approach her ex-husband, then she's going to interfere in a nice marriage that is going so smoothly, mm-hmm. and then she's going to cause such fight, turmoil, distrust, dishonesty, that eventually the whole purpose is going to be lost. Mm. Don't destroy and break other people's marriages.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Simple, straight Jacket, answer. Number two, I want to tell you something. Uh You see, when there is divorce and there's children, children who I'm saying now who are of understandable age, they become big manipulators. They know that there is a war between their father and mother. Sometimes the parents, sometimes the mother will say bad things about the father. She pollutes the mind of the child. And when they go to the father, the father does the same thing. Why do we bring children in and use them as pawns? This is another major problem, Molana. That is why there's so much of problems when you get married with somebody who has children. Because now it's jealousy. I want to show him a point. I'm going to prove something to him. And children, they can read the situation. If they find that the mother is being too strict with them, then they'll go to the father and say, you know what, the stepfather, he doesn't give us money, he doesn't care for us, he's ill-treating us. Now you're starting a fight. So this too, we have to be very careful mm. with what children messages they bring from their parents when they go for visiting rights, because some of the children, they sometimes take advantage and then manipulate the situation, and then it leads to unnecessary problems. So, we have to be careful that whatever we say to our kids don 't bad mouth your your father or don't bad mouth your mother. Gee, this is one mistake the children do because now the grandparents are saying, "You know you see, your mother is like this, your mother is doing this your your mother is doing that, and vice versa. So, what are we doing? We're not giving these children a fair chance to think positively. they have the understanding. They can see what is right from wrong. Alhamdulillah, it's with akhlaq, with love and respect, you can win respect.
1: Mm. Uh, Brian, your input, Brian. Um,
3: well, I I do think that uh, yeah, Mulana Salim is making a very important point there, and yeah, I mean, you know, this this business of wanting to if if this. Paula is sharing how she wants to, you know, get her husband back, but he's already married. Then, you know, it's, it's, just, he's made his choice and, and she, you know, she should consider herself, um, worthy of, of something. Yes, she, she can see that there might be some sort of, um, opportunity, but really, uh, it's too late now and, and I think that she is better off, you know, given the whole way it's unfolded, she should just, you know, trust in the Lord, trust in God, trust in, um, her destiny moving forward. That, you know, um, you know, there are plenty of fish in the sea and she should, she should trust that there can be a destiny life for her, but to share her, hus- mm. her ex-husband with another woman, yeah, yeah. That, that, as Mulana Salim said, is, is just, you know, opening up a potential can of worms. It's going to get too complicated. Mm. There's, there's too many emotions involved, and if there are children involved as well, it's going to confuse them terribly. So... Yeah, I I, I do agree uh, uh, Let's go to to, to Mayfair
1: West, uh, Brian It says here, of course I'm going to ask Brian to give the answer as well It says, I am lost and confused I don't know what to do, Brian My wife is threatening to walk out the door She wants me to choose, it's either she or my kids We have kids together too, Brian What do I do? I don't want my kids, I don't want my kids to think I abandoned them I also don't want my second marriage to break. What do I do, Bri- Brian, from uh, Johannesburg?
3: I see. I see. So, so this this gentleman is uh, he's remarried, and his stepwife, his wife, yes, the stepmother to the children is is really not happy with her life in this family. And yeah, I mean, this is a classic situation that can develop in. In a step family situation where, you know, again, this man has, uh, you know, he's possibly not managed the situation. He hasn't got the right kind of help. I mean, as I said to you earlier, the chances of a second marriage, blended family failing is greater than the first marriage failing because of, of the complexity of the relationships and, and the emotional needs that we have as human beings. So, he definitely needs help. He needs to indicate to her that, you know, he wants her and he wants his children. She's saying he must choose. um, But, you know, that's like Sophie's choice. It's an impossible choice to make. Um, And I believe that it's because, you know, she is not feeling uh, respected. She's not feeling uh, covered uh, sufficiently. And, and he is primarily responsible for that situation because he is the lead in the dance and he is primarily responsible. So I would really suggest that he's got to convince her that he will get help for himself and for her and ultimately for the children so that he can sort the big mess out mm. and, you know, professional help might be required. Mm,
0: mm, mm.
3: And Ma? I would, I would love the opportunity.
1: Mulana mm-hmm. Salim, your input on this question, Ustad.
2: On no, no, on no, lighter note. If the wife wants to walk out, please put two strong locks. <laughs> 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 leave. Inshallah, al and Inshallah, they must work on this marriage, Mulana. Really, because when you made the intention to marry, you knew what you're taking on. Mm. Okay. And then you have to be fair, Mulana. When you get married, you also need to share quality time with your wife, mona. You also have to give her me time. Mm. It's not fair. And sometimes you find that, again, I'm coming back to children who are of understanding age, they somewhat try to take the full attention of their dad. And the wife feels neglected, mona. So it is very important that when this type of situation arises, some help is required. As I said, we get a counselor, get an alim, or get a life coach, inshallah, to give some ideas of how to balance the scale, how to spend quality time with the children, and how to spend quality time with the wife, so none of them have the opportunity to complain. You know, when you get married, Mulana? what is marriage?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: When a man says, I accept, you know, when the Imam Saab says that uh, Mr. So-and-so, in the presence of the two witnesses and with the permission of the bride's representative, I have read you to so-and-so, with the mahar being this, do you accept her in your nikah? Mm -hmm. And what the man says, that is the fastest word the man says, it happens or not, Murana? I
0: accept. Mm -hmm.
2: So what did you say when you said, I accept, what did you mean by that? I accept this marriage ceremony, what is he saying? Mm-hmm. I accept the responsibility of providing for my wife, loving her, and protecting her. That, when you say, I accept, what are you actually saying? Mm-hmm. You are saying, I accept the responsibility. So as a husband, when you said, hai, is I'm taking the responsibility of providing for my wife. Now, what do you provide for your wife, Moana? You provide for her food, clothing, quality time, Mm. so many other good things that can, inshallah, boost the marriage. And you love her unconditionally and protecting her. Moana, it's very hard to expect a stepmother to give, even if she gives all the love that she has, Mm. That natural bond between child and mother, nobody can take that away. So uh, to expect 100% commitment and love, it's going to be a far-fetched thing. Yes, it can happen. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but it's a bit difficult. So in this situation, I think the husband should sit down with his wife, try to find out where the weaknesses and the shortcomings are, work on it, inshallah, Give her the quality time, give her the respect that she deserves, and likewise, give the best parenting. To
1: his mm, 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 mm. Allahu Akbar. five minutes uh, to ten. What I want to do? Uh, uh, there's still so many questions outstanding. We've got about uh, 13 questions left. Uh, so, 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 so. What I want to do? I'm going to ask uh, uh, Brian uh, maybe to, of course, to give his uh, conclusion of uh, this topic, step parenting. And then I'm going to ask uh, my beloved uh, Fawwila Tulusad to give his conclusion on step parenting. I'm going to pose the last question, and then, inshallah, we're going to ask both the panelists. Uh, To give their conclusion Uh, My stepfather is molesting me My stepfather is molesting and abusing me My mother does not believe me And she sides with her husband Being 16 years old Her husband made my mother to believe That I am a compulsive liar And I am just not happy for her Hence I am making this type of accusations Please Brian and Molana Salim How can I speak up? I need help Brian
3: yeah, you see, the, the the opening up of a family to new people, um, boyfriends and 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 partners, is a very um, exposing thing. And statistics show that uh, abuse of physical kind, sexual abuse, is um, often perpetrated not by strangers but by people we know. And, uh, unfortunately, you know, this is the big risk yeah. factor when, when families break up that there are new people coming in and having access to our children. And as Mulana Salim said that we would hope that this would be a second chance for a blessing. But unfortunately, there are many situations where because, uh, a man does not see these pe- these children as his own, and he might see them as just a, a, a frustration because he doesn't know how to build the bridges with them, and therefore things can turn and sour, and and there can be you know all sorts of destructive uh, behaviors, and I really feel that this is terrible. That this um, this caller is in the position they are, but it's, it's not, um, unfamiliar that, that this thing can happen and that your mother will not acknowledge this and is, bl- is turning a blind eye and, you know, and, and believing her, her spouse is, is really a problem. And, you know, you've really got to protect, we've got to protect our children at mm-hmm. all costs. So, you know, I really am very concerned for this for this young person, and it is not uh, it so, is not a rare thing. It's happening a lot.
1: So, what does she do, Brian? Does she does she go to the police? Does she? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just asking. Before I ask Malana Selim, uh, what does the girl do?
3: She's only sixteen. Yeah, well, I I do think that uh, you know she she needs to she needs to do something. She needs to go and speak to someone who's. He's going to take this seriously. I mean, this is uh, yeah, this is uh, this is child abuse. This mm, is this mm, needs mm. to be taken to another level. Mm. You know, whether it's to the to the police. Um, yeah, I'm afraid it is. It's a very serious situation, and and it needs to be it needs to be reported.
0: Mm,
3: mm, mm, mm. Ustad? that? this person is a pedophile. Mm.
2: If I were uh, the advisor to this Masoom child, I will ask her, first of all, to go and speak to the ulama in her town. Uh, there's a lot of alimas, alhamdulillah, female alimas, and social workers, psychologists, and psychiatrists to go and put her case forward. One. And after Mashura and consulting with them, she should report this to the child abuse department. Mm. Number three, she should go and open up a charge against the mother also. Because this mother is absolutely a selfish mother. You cannot even give her the title of mother. Orana, you look at animals, man, how they protect their young ones. Orana, hmm. If you look at a fowl when it lays its eggs and when the chicks hatch, you think you can go next to it. Allah animals Allah. And, 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 and such Creations of Almighty are so protective of their offspring. We are the best, ashraful mahlouf, the best of humanity, the best of mankind. We can't even protect our own child. So, this mother, I, I think, should also be charged. Mulana. She's part and parcel of this. How can she allow her daughter? I mean, I, that is why, Mulana, in Sharia, the Masla is clear. Because we're not following Sharia, we're having this problem. Is when a boy reaches the, the question of custody in Islam who has the right? to take over the responsibility of children when there's a divorce. In Islam, it is quite clear. Till the age of seven, the boy, uh, less than seven years old, the boy will stay with the mother. And inshallah, when he reaches the age of seven, inshallah, he will go to the father. Now it's time to instill discipline, other respect, responsibility. Likewise, a girl, till she reaches the age of nine, she's in the custody of the mother. And when, Insha'Allah, when she reaches puberty, sharia says custody goes to the father. Condition that that father is naked, pious, he's not a molester, he's not an abuser, hmm. he is a father who will take great care of that child and that daughter. So we have to look at it objectively, Mulana, what is the best interest of the child? You, husband and wife, you had your war and you settled your matters, you are done and out of this. Now our concern, the concern of society, the concern of the ulama, the concern of the parents, and the concern of people is what is best for this child. Which is mm. the best environment that she should grow up mm. and inshallah become this leadership quality whether she's a girl or a boy.
1: Mm. Allah Akbar.
2: So sure. the question of custody is a very important aspect in Islam. Which of the parents, yeah? Sharia has given you, as I explained to you, till the age of seven, the boy stays with the mother. When he turns seven, he goes to the father. Because now, his authority, discipline, adab, he has to emulate his father. The girl, till she becomes Bali, obviously, once she becomes Bali, Molana, the mother will teach her all the masayils of menstruation, paqi and usal and all that. Thereafter, she will now be in the custody of her father. Who else can protect? A daughter... More than anybody else in the world, that a father, Morana, to give his mm-hmm. life away. For the protection of his daughter
1: Subhanallah, subhanallah, subhanallah Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar uh, I, I, I see we're getting some uh, very good positive feedback From the listeners as well Many, many listeners says uh, We are learning from both the panelists Somebody says, yeah, anonymous uh, I have no kids of my own, Brian However, I am a stepmom to a wonderful, beautiful girl I would like to take this opportunity To thank her mom for never bad mouthing me And being very respectful And encouraging to blossoming into a fruitful relationship. Today I have a daughter because of her Anonymous, Brian
3: Well, I think that that would be One of my closing thoughts On step parenting Is a second chance You know, life does Present us uh, with second Chances and and We should take them with both hands And as as the adults In the family The husband and the wife Really need to um, take the second chance with both hands, and yes, we might have failed in our first marriages, but when we get to our second marriages, we really need to pull out all the stops and make sure that history doesn 't repeat itself again and mm-hmm. look what a blessing it can bring to uh, a, someone who never got to have their own children you can You can receive a child through the second chance and and so there are, there are great stories, great hopeful stories of, of people, you know, getting a second chance and, and, and finding love and blessing each other. So what a wonderful story.
1: Mwana Salim, mm. 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 uh, G, your final words, your final input, maybe you wanna, uh-huh. G. Yes, I just
2: want to add something, Mwana. Uh-huh. We also need to take and, uh, give Mubarak bad. There are sometimes such beautiful understanding between the ex wife G, and the current spouse. Mm-hmm. A woman to woman talk. You know? So if there's something, the wife that is currently uh, in Nikah with uh, the ex husband
0: mm-hmm.
2: consults with the ex wife for the betterment of their children.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And there are some very good examples that there's wonderful understanding between the two women. Not the ex husband and the ex wife. Both the wife, I mean the ex wife and the current wife, they have such a wonderful understanding. And anything they do, they do together again in the interest of the child. We sometimes, we are working class. My wife is working, you are working, and the child is left. Who's looking after the maid? Who's looking after the child, the maid? She's barking the child, she's feeding the child, she's playing with the child, she's doing everything. if the ex wife or the current wife mashallah if she communicates with the ex wife in the sense in the upbringing of the child and become such a role model for the children for the child don't you think that is Malana virtuous inshallah
0: hmm. it can happen mm-hmm.
2: so let us also not make it feel that the ex wife is like a monster there are some ex wives mashallah they respect the hudud of sharia they respect Islam, mm. the Islamic ruling, MashaAllah, and they do what Allah wants them to do. So let us not just condemn all of them and and, and paint them with the same brush. They are some very good stepmothers and also ex-wives, MashaAllah. They can, they carry on with their life, they're independent, they have moved on.
1: Mm. Subhanallah.
2: So all I'm saying, we must, inshaAllah, treasure our marriage and make dua daily, Allah. Keep us united. That Allah make us united and Allah grant us piety and Allah grant us
1: love. Brian, your final words, your final input this evening?
3: Well, I've, I just think it's been uh, you know, a special time sharing from the listeners and yes, there are some Real challenges that are compounded through, um, divorce and, and the step family situation and yet, um, you know, there is hope and we've got to, you know, these conversations are so valuable and so I just really hope that everyone who's been listening tonight will, will find some encouragement, some hope and, and not give up and not become you know, so devastated, but to seek help and, and realize that um, we are here to help each other and, and not to hurt each other. So let's, let's try and get that right.
1: Hmm. Uh, Brian, thank you so much. Oh, definitely, definitely. We would love to have you again, uh, maybe next month. And uh, of course, uh, we thank you for your, for your time.
3: Thank you. It's been wonderful. I, I'm very privileged to be with you.
1: Thank you so much, Brian. Bye. God bless you guys. Okay, okay, thank you so much Malana Salim Ustad, your final input, your final words this evening To all our mommies and sisters out there
2: To stop all the tears and bickering, Malana mm. Don't look for the easy way and get divorced mm-hmm. And let everyone suffer Divorce is just not between two people, Malana It destroys a whole community A whole family You know, what you work so hard for and you cry to Allah, don't destroy it. Just for silly things and petty things, you blurt out the word of talaq. Men, you can do better. That's one. Number two, happiness starts with you. Hmm. Happiness starts with you. Not your relationship, your job, not your money. Not your circumstances, Mm. but happiness starts with you. So work towards it. Please Allah, please your wife and your children. May Allah give us tawfiq Ameen. da'wana. And
1: rabbil We say Jazakumullah to both the panelists, to Brian Blame, and of course to Hazrat Malana Salim Kareem. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum
2: salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Eight
1: minutes after ten. It's a beautiful night, a beautiful evening, the night of Jumu'ah. And many, 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 many listeners wants the podcast of uh, tonight's uh, program. So please, uh, uh, you can send the word podcast. I will be sending out to you all tomorrow, insha'Allah, uh, Uh, of uh, step-parenting. Well, I want to say this. I want to say this. Wallahi l Just love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, my beloved beautiful listeners out there. Don't hurt one another. Don't hurt each other. Whether you got divorced, whether you moved on, whether you never moved on, don't go and hurt somebody else. Don't go and break somebody else's marriage. No, my beloved beautiful listeners. What goes around, comes around, so let's look after ourselves, let's look after our marriages, let's look after our children, my beloved beautiful listeners out there, you know, sometimes when we get divorced, then you get the ex, or you get from both the sides, they want to make a loving hell for you, that's not Islam, Islam does not teach you that, my beloved beautiful listeners, we need to catch a wake up, open our eyes, open our hearts, because why? The way we behave, what answer are we going to give? In the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I'm asking my beloved beautiful listeners. You know, we want to, uh, 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 how can I say? We want to brainwash our kids, our children. Whether it's from your first marriage. Or whether it's your stepchildren. Or whether it's from the second marriage. No, my beloved beautiful listeners. That's not Islam. You are what Hazrat Malana Salim Karim said very beautifully. When I asked about regarding Islamically, how did Nabi Karim sallallahu wa treat his stepchildren? He says, 12. Nabi Sallam said, 12. Come on, my beloved, beautiful listeners. I leave you and I love you on this beautiful evening. See you guys tomorrow morning, same time, same place on our program, As Safina to Ilal Jannah. From myself and of course my beloved engineer brother Lokalo and my two panelists, brother Brian Blam and my beloved senior Ustaz Hazrat Manana Salim Karim. Ta'ammat barakatuhum. Allahumma wa bina wa jamia. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.